money sense can have a direct impact on your happiness and confidence in running your business. Do you agree with that statement? Well, it's all going to make money sense real soon when I interview my friend and CFO and also strategist, business strategist to boot on how she helps her CEO clients get on the path to financial health and, uh, and realizing their goals so that they can feel confident and happy about the track that they're on. But if you want to hear everything she's going to say, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. This is episode 66, and we discuss everything that goes into the camera to show up professionally and on brand, be it mindset or even a, your visual brand or anything really that goes into your entre you being an entrepreneur and entrepreneurship. So today, we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic, and that's about your money mindset, your money sense, your financial goals in business. But before I get started, I just want to say thank you to Rick Moscoso, who is my producer and makes this whole production happen. I'm so grateful for him and his being uh, a part of Waste Up Wardrobe. And thank you to you, the viewer who's always here and asking the questions, having the dialogue with us and helping us develop some of these ideas so that so, that so many of us can really um, benefit from it. So, Today, we are going to talk about money sense, and uh, we want this to be a dialogue. We want you to put your comments in the comment box. We're going to answer everything you ask, and we're going to give you some tips and real-life tools to put into action so that you can be on your way to this financial happiness in business and confidence that you're doing things right. Okay, so I want to go ahead and introduce my special guest Debbie Corey. Debbie Corey is the owner and CEO, CEO of AccuMaxim, a strategic CFO company dedicated to helping business owners increase cash flow, maximize profits, scale their businesses, and more. She's a dedicated and thoughtful business strategist. So not only is she a CFO, but she looks at the big picture. She strategizes for her clients. She's dedicated to helping her businesses, business owners achieve financial success, combining a strong financial acumen with operational expertise. Debbie quickly identifies business objectives, forges ambitious development strategies, and transforms challenges into robust growth opportunities. Collaborative and confident in her approach, she creates authentic, inclusive work cultures which derive ownership, accountability, and crucial competitive advantage. She is a CPA and much more than that, a uh, very well-decorated uh, professional. Debbie speaks publicly and educates her 
audience on how to intertwine numbers and people for successful business outcomes. Now that's something very unique. Welcome Debbie to the show. It's great to be here. I'm Hi, so Debbie. excited, Christine. It's so nice to have you. You are a powerhouse and a wealth of information. Every time I have a conversation with you, Debbie, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> much deeper than meets the eye. You know, we think of a CPA as one thing, but it's almost like you're everything to your business owner CEOs. You you really create the beginning and the middle and the end, and you kind of walk them down a path. And I'm just so excited to dive deep into this. But before I do, we always like to get to know our guests a little bit more by asking some fun questions. <laughs> and this is called the Waste Up Wardrobe 60 Seconds to Get to Know You. So, okay, ready Love for it. this? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. So, cats or dogs? I have both. Oh my gosh. One time I had three cats and three dogs and I love them both, but now I have two and one. Oh, and they get along? And no, they don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feisty cat that loves the older dog, but the new puppy she wants nothing to do with. And the new puppy, of course, loves the little kitty cat and doesn't understand why the cat doesn't want anything to do with them. Isn't it's that hysterical. Funny? That's so funny. Their personalities really yes. are, are just so interesting. It's so intriguing because I have two of my own and the same thing. I have an older dog that's just slightly older and he doesn't want anything to do with the little one, but the little one's always trying to cuddle with him, always following him around. It's the funniest thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. How about the um, per traditional guitar versus an electric guitar? So I played traditional guitar from a very young age. I actually ran our church folk group when I was 16. So I had played ever since I was seven years old. I, I played classical music, folk music. I used to play at private parties. I had a ball with it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now that's something you have learned. I just learned about you. Do you still play? I don't play anymore. It's funny. I had kids and I just, you know, or one kid and two grandkids and about the same time and I just didn't make the time for it anymore. Yeah. So I gifted it to a charity here called Pay It Forward for kids that don't have access to musical instruments. Wow, well, now there's a, something that is like so cool that, you know, the, the thing that keeps paying it forward, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that that's really, really cool. Okay, I'm finally gonna ask one more question because I'm curious, do you prefer the West Coast or the Midwest? I actually prefer the Midwest. I just think we're friendlier here. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty friendly. I'm from the West Coast. I, I know the West Coast, but you know, there's like, you know, I like my meat. I like my vegetables. I'm very much a Midwest girl. I get so, it. And I love Californians. Don't get me wrong if you're a Californian out there, but it's just not quite my lifestyle. I'm a little more robust, right? I'm not so laid back. Yeah, you know, definitely as you go from state to state uh, and region to region, there is this transformation of culture for sure. We're a big country, right? So we get, yeah. get everything. So yeah, and you're in St. Louis, right? I am. I'm in the St. Louis area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're going to get into the meat. All right, because now that we've gotten to know you, we know you used to play the guitar, we know you have cats and dogs that don't get along. <laughs> We're gonna get into the real uh, meat and potatoes, but this is so cool because now we get to know a little bit of who Debbie is, because you know, oftentimes CPAs are perceived a certain way. They're not people person, people, you know. Oh, they're not fun, right? Yeah. They're not fun, they don't have a sense of humor, they're way too serious, yeah. And look at you. You've come to party. You got your leopard on. I do. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's really get into business here. So your company is more than just a CFO company, right? I mean, you guys do so much. Uh, you are really a strategist. If that's the, I, and I don't know if that's the right term, but that's how it, I perceive you. We really are a strategy company. So we're interested for business owners. We're interested in where do they want to be five to ten years from now, and what we do is we create a business financial roadmap for them and actually implement it for them. So we help teach their employees how to use numbers to run the business. And so, you know, sometimes people hear numbers and they're like, "Ooh, I don't want to do any numbers, right? Well, it's about making sure that you've got the right numbers for your people and you're only as successful as the people that you have in your business. You've got to have the two in line with one another to run a successful company. Yeah. So culture and the cu culture that you you uh, foster is really key to this financial um, plan. Right. And, th and that doesn't mean, you know, you have to share all your numbers with your employees. What's the one key metric that that employee helps drive the business forward with? That's all you need to share. I see. Yeah. And, and you know, I do feel like when you include your company employees in, in, in more than just what they were designed to do or hired to do, they feel like it's a family. They feel more invested in the process. Don't you agree? I do. And when you share your vision with your employees and what's in it for them, that's so important. You know, why do they, they want to make the company successful? What do they get out of it as employees? It just changes the game. It's a total game changer. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that a lot of business owners, I don't want to say neglect, but they forget about, right? Mm -hmm. They forget because in the busyness of being a business owner, you are going, 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 you're developing ideas. You, and you're doing everything really in the business, but you forget that the people that are supporting you, those people are such <clears throat> a key to your success. So I imagine that's why it's really important to you as a strategist to include the company employees in the process. Yeah. So, you know, the department heads need to be included, like in the budgeting process and the forecasting process for the year. They need to be part of that process. You know, how many employees do they need if we're going to grow the company this big? What's the new software we're going to need next year? What are the tools that they're going to need to make the business successful? Yeah. So, you know, a successful company includes those leaders and their opinions and, and integrates them with what's going on in the business. Yeah. And people don't understand that drives money in the business. There are so many non-financial things. Money isn't just about your AR and, you know, what you sold to a customer. There's so many levers that contribute to cash and employee culture is well known to be one of them that really helps a company succeed. You know, it's so interesting you say that, I, I and it is so true, right? Mm -hmm. People sometimes look at something and they think, well, that doesn't contribute to my bottom line, so I'm not going to worry about it right now. Like, for instance, and I'm going to make an analogy to the business, the work that I'm in with image styling, right? Styling your image and showing up with your best foot forward. Um, a lot of times people are like, why do I need to do that? You know, I, I'm really good at what I do. I don't need to really show up you know, like I'm successfully dressed or I, 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 I put my best foot forward because I'm a genius at what I do. But the reality is showing up that way has this psychological impact that actually impacts the bottom line because more clients want to engage with somebody that shows up right. in a good presentation. More clients are attracted to that. They feel that it expresses confidence. So many things. Don't you, don't you agree? I, I totally agree. Um, you mean dress 
the way you want people to perceive you and show up that way every yeah. day. Yeah. You know, and we all have days where it's not easy to do that, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So by the same token, like you just made that analogy of, you know, company culture being a really important thing that can impact the bottom line, right? But mm -hmm. also this idea that money sense, your sense of money, the way you deal with money, the way you allocate it and allot it and everything that you really do with it, um, can impact the confidence you have in running your business and your in turn your happiness. Can we can you elaborate a little bit about, on that idea in general? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that um, I run across with business owners, it's very common. They're very good at sales. They're very good at their business. And then it comes to their numbers and their finances and they don't understand it. And so they need an outside resource for that. And you shouldn't be afraid to get outside resources so that you can understand your money and how your business works. And I think when you understand that, whether it's good or bad, right? You pull those numbers for the first time and maybe you haven't looked at it in a really long time, but you've got to start somewhere. Then you've got the confidence to know what decisions need to be made and the things that need to be done to, you know, increase your business and make sure that you're profitable for your employees. But the first step always is looking at your books. And yeah. if you don't understand how your books work, get somebody in there that can help you with that. Yeah. When you say looking at your books, I mean, like when I look at my books, I'm like, this is how I look at my books. And I'm like, well, I want to look at you, but I don't really want to look at you. Like, what does that really like? So an outside yeah. professional is going to say, hey, your sales number looks great, but here's some things I think that we can improve on your bottom line. You know, when's the last time you looked at your supplier costs? And when's the last time you reached back out to your suppliers and asked for a discount? You know, do you really need all these items that you have um, below the line in general and admin? It's really common for growing businesses to keep adding software as the business goes and forget to decrease to get rid of the software that's not working anymore yeah. because it's built on a month, right? You probably started it on a monthly basis. Yep. So just going through and knowing what the levers are in your business that help you be profitable, maintain yeah. clients, you know, and be healthy. Yeah. So all these little details, right? That as business owners, we get too busy to really even look at, or we just kind of, we have anxiety around it perhaps, and we just don't want to deal with it. That's sort of where you come in, right? So tell us it a little is. bit about how you help with these things. So we um, help business owners, first of all, get monthly financial statements on time. That's the very first place we start. Hmm. So we help their teams, if they have a team, um, discover what their monthly closing process is and why uh, statements are important for the owner. And then we go through those statements with the owner. Or, um, you know, if they're in a growth mode, what we're doing is we're comparing their monthly results to their forecast. And then we're determining what we need to change to get them to that forecast goal. Have they exceeded it? And we need some more things that we need to talk about. Is it under? And there are some things we need to push through. You know, where are the things that are going right and going wrong? And what owners find is as they go with us through the months, they get more and more confident about their financial results. We help them put um, reserves in the bank. So if, if they have a rainy day fund and something happens, there's some money there. We help them get lines of credit so they're not having to use their own money all the time if something happens. You know, going through the pandemic, I think it was really an eye opener for a lot of small business owners about the things they were missing in their business. Yeah. You know, and the understanding cash flow and the drivers for your cash is critical to be successful. Right. And you're, 
you know, your mindset around money really affects how you run your business, you know, how you grew up as a kid, you know, and what you were taught about money can really play um, havoc with how you run your business if you don't understand that money is good. Yeah, money is good. <laughs> exactly. People get they they get scared to to even ask for money when they've earned it because they have this feeling that you know that you know I shouldn't do that or you know it's funny how the mindset around money for many for many people is and so how do you do you actually help people with that we, we do because a lot of times um, business owners start in the low price market what I call low price because they're scared about their price and they're sticking their toe in right right. And so what happens over time is your expenses increase and that price you started with isn't going to get you to where you got to go. So you have to go back and ask for more money. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my customers are going to quit. And it's like, no, if you have a list of this, the value you're providing, why you're asking for it and what's going on, nine times out of 10, if they're happy with you, it's not an issue. Right, right. It's, it's about you are delivering value to them. Right. It's about so your confidence, actually. Because I can remember when I first started my business, and I'm not going to say what my rate is, but my rate started out pretty low. And I wasn't even confident in that rate, right? Now my rate is much higher than when I started. And I don't have any problem telling somebody, you know, what's the fee going to be for our services because I understand the value. Yeah. But, you know, I had a friend, I made a mistake of talking to my friends and um, always talk to business owners, not your friends about your business. <laughs> yeah. And my friend's like, Oh, nobody's ever going to pay that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, that is a really good thought that you just said about the value you're delivering as it relates to your confidence, right? It's almost like those two things go hand in hand. Well, when you're Chris, Christine, that's why I love what you do, because when you come dressed up, your confidence yeah. level goes up as a woman, right? Right. You, even as a male, you know? Yeah. It, how you show up in your appearance is all about your inner confidence. And when you're confident, you can go do the work you need to do and ask somebody for what you deserve. Exactly. And that's what I remind people about. It's asking people for what you deserve. Yes, yes. And when you know the value you're delivering, when you know and you've got that um, clearly outlined, it's really easy for you to be able to look somebody in the eye confidently and tell them, this is, these are all the great things I deliver to you. And that's why I deserve to get paid for this much for this. So I think that there's just, as a business owner, when you start out, you, you, it almost takes, it's like a muscle you have to build. Right. Yeah. But then again, as you scale and you grow bigger, you need the guide, you need the experts to kind of guide you through it. And definitely you need a strategy because again, sometimes, you know, you can't just go from, you know, oh, I'm charging a hundred bucks for this to $30,000, right? No, you no, have, no. Yeah. So you, it, it's about building that confidence, but also knowing your value, but understanding that it doesn't happen overnight and yeah. building a strategy that gets you there. And that's and, exactly what we do for owners. We help them, especially if their price is poor, we help them build a strategy to get to where they need to go because that's exactly right. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. But if you don't have a strategy and a plan, it's never going to happen. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, with every anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a if you need you have to set goals and then you have to have the mini feats to get to the right. goal. 
otherwise you either get overwhelmed or you just never get anywhere. You just kind of keep going in a cycle. So, so as a business strategist, more than just being, a, you know, a CFO, uh, what other parts are, I mean, do you deal with human resources? I mean, how does that all come into the yeah, puzzle? So you know, we're not the human resource experts, we're not the operations experts, but everything in your business is interrelated and it all affects your money and your cash. So, you know, um, think about how much time you spend training employees. If you don't have great company benefits and pay a fair wage, you're going to constantly have turnover and that's lost for you in the company. The more you've yeah. got to train people, the more you've lost in business that you could possibly do, right? Right. If you have inefficient operations where they're not producing at maximum capacity, and when I say maximum capacity, I don't mean that you know your employees drop dead at the end of the day because you work them to the bone. That is not what we're talking about. Yeah, it's you know we're talking about you know capacity that people can do without feeling overwhelmed, and um, you know a good work-life balance. But if you're not working to that capacity, you're leaving money on the table. Yeah. And so when you get new work, you add employees instead of making more efficient processes. Yeah. So what we help do is figure out, you know, what are the drivers and operations that make you profitable and what should those goal numbers be? What should your turnover look like for human resources? What are the training costs? What are the benefit programs your company needs to be competitive? So we take those costs into account to help see how that's going to drive more profitability for the business. Yeah. So it sounds counterintuitive, right? You're spending money to make more money. Yeah. I and mean, that's got to be done with good thought process. Exactly. I mean, there's, you know, I think about it not as spending money, but investing, right? It is. You're investing money so that you can profit as opposed to you're spending money because that, that word really makes a difference in the way you think about it. So what would be like the main block that you see with your clients when they first hire you as a strategist? Like, are there any common things that you see as a, as a mindset block for them? You know, there's a couple things. One is a lot of times when we're working with growing businesses, the owner has not had time to stop and think about where they want to go. Mm. It has been a while. I mean, they're in that treadmill just, you know, growing, growing, growing. And when they get a chance to stop and think about it, it's really interesting the answers that they come up with because, you know, some owners want to exit eventually the business. Some owners, they want to start charities. It's different for everybody. And I think that's what makes us unique. We start with that question, you know, what do you want to do with your money and where do you want to go? Mm. So I think getting over the mindset that making money is bad because money allows you to contribute to charities. Money allows you to do things in your community. Money allows you the financial freedom that you need in your, your life. And that dollar amount's different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that is so interesting that people don't think about that end goal, right? They don't think right. about the exit plan. They don't think about where do they want to see themselves in 10 years. And, and that's where a strategist can really, really help you because not only because they're looking at it from a broader perspective, they see your start point, they see where you're at now, and they see where you want to go when they talk to you about your vision and your biggest dreams really and to, to get you there. So, when um, the, we, this mindset blocks, are, do they contribute? I mean, obviously, how do you overcome them? Because it's such a psychological thing. What if you're really challenged with just somebody being not being able to take your advice or are, are kind of like resistant to the change? So 
you know, business owners run their own business and they're not going to take our advice all the time. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're not there to tell them what to do. We're there to help them analyze risk and then they make their own risk decisions. And every owner is different. Mm -hmm. Some owners are very risk averse, right? And so they're not going to make risky decisions. But I can tell you their business won't grow as fast. Mm -hmm. So we help people make calculated risks and understand what the financial impacts are going to be to their money, their people, their profits. Yeah. So, you know, it's really interesting. I, I get that question a lot. People are like, well, what do you do when they don't say do what you want to do? I'm like, we, we move to the next thing to help them with. That's what yeah. we do. <laughs> and that makes perfect sense, right? Because yes. you can't really, you're not necessarily their therapist but that you are but you are there to point out where they could do better right and right. and to give them advice on how to to do it differently so at the, at the top of the show i talked about this link between you know money mindset or money sense and your confidence and happiness right we talked a little mm -hmm. bit about that already but how do those all link up because i'm curious well you know it's really funny as a woman, most women don't know this, but it was not until the mid 1980s that a woman could own her own church card without her husband nor get a bank loan without her husband co-signing. Did you know that? I did not. I did so not. women have been have a total different mindset in most cases about money than men do. Mm. And it's the way we're brought up subconsciously. Mm. And so as women, a lot of times we're in this giving mode and we've got to be a little selfish when we run our own business. Yeah. So what we need to make sure is that we're delivering value and getting paid for that value. And I don't mean you don't give away freebies because we give away freebies to people all the time and give back to startups and all kinds of places. But you do have to make sure you're getting paid for your value. So we also do coaching on pricing and mindset for um, business owners that are having trouble with that. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the pieces of advice I can give to people watching this is go see what your competitors are charging. You could be shocked at how low you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's so interesting because, um, you know, just the, the value, being able to value your prices and figure out what that sweet spot is that will make you happy working and doing a job right. and, and, and content and not feel like resentful and that you're being taken advantage of while still being fair and also, you know, delivering this amazing value. I think that's always, that's such a dilemma sometimes. So I'll tell you a funny story. I um, had somebody that wanted me to coach them and I quoted them a price because I wasn't interested in quoting and coaching them. You know, I didn't want to do coaching and they said, okay, let's start next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I would encourage you to do that with, with somebody where you think there's a, a thing you don't want to do. It really reinforces what your value is. And I was like, wow, I'm not charging enough. They didn't blink an eye. <laughs> That is so good. That is so good. I love it. And I'm sure anybody who's listening to this show will actually put that into practice and will get a kick out of it. So um, is that when interesting, you push right? Back, you, you know, when you have a lot of people saying yes all the time, you're either an excellent salesperson or it could be that your price is a tad low. There's a good cue, right? Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Okay. That was really good. So you know, I really feel like 
there's such a synergy or similarities between the work I do. And it's so interesting because they're kind of different, right? One's numbers and one's, you know, aesthetic uh, presentation. But the work that I do and the work that you do where people feel vulnerable, people feel vulnerable about their money and they feel vulnerable about the way they're showing up and the way they look. So in that sense, it's similar. Um, do you do you have any um, do you have any opinion about that? I, I think we're really similar in what we do and how we help people, which is why I gravitated to you in the first place, Christine. Because when you're confident in your appearance, you'll ask for more money. When you have self confidence, you have more confidence in the work that you do, in the quality that you provide. You just show up differently, and clothes and makeup and hair can help with that. And that doesn't mean you have to look like a Barbie doll next door. You find your own personal style, which is what I love what you do for people. You help them find their own personal style, yep. you know, and you're great at it. And that leads to more confidence when you're out in public and talking to people. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things we talk to business owners about is personal wealth. We don't do personal wealth for them, but we want them to think about it. You know, understanding where your money's going to go, understanding what's going to happen when you retire. Where are you investing today? Do you have a wealth advisor? Do you like their advice? You know, are things working out for you? We ask those kinds of questions to make sure that personally and, and professionally, those two places tie together. Because if yeah. you're not confident in both, you won't be confident in what you've got going on in your life. Yeah. I mean, that definitely is finances is definitely an area where people feel vulnerable if they aren't, if they're not going to be able to make ends meet, if they're not going to be able to make their business move forward, if they're not going to be able to invest in that next important thing that's going to contribute to the growth of their business. It's, it is, it is definitely, you know, something that requires a lot of thinking around. And I feel like we avoid thinking around that because we're scared or procrastinating because of anxiety about it, right? Well, money's um, not sexy, right? Sales is sexy, marketing is sexy, right? Yeah. You now our appearance is sexy, money, ooh, oh, I don't know <laughs> if I wanna talk about that. Absolutely, but this is what I think is really great, you know, about the work that you do. You know, if somebody were told me that I had, I would have a financial person in my pocket that would tell me about my finances from every angle, you know, from the, you know, uh, HR angle, from the culture building angle, from the, what do I want my future to look like, what my exit plan plan might be, what my, the legacy is I want to leave behind. If I had somebody help me through that whole process, I feel like I would feel so much more secure. It really feels good to know where you're going, where you're headed, what you have to accomplish, what you have to actually do to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's amazing about having an expert and a strategist rather than just a CFO that's kind of locked into one mode of thinking. You kind of look at it from a Big from a picture. bird's eye view, yeah, mm -hmm. and um, and I always think of money as a game, right? It's like a game. It's like you have to you 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 have to like just really study it and get the people to help you with it that you can. But at the end of the day, it's about like the money game, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and you have to you have to have a team to help you get there and and so forth. And so I feel like you're kind of an integral piece to that for your clients and um, just sort of that pathway that you strategize for them. So just as we wrap up and conclude, why would somebody choose a, a, a strategist with kind of the background that you have over just 
um, a regular CFO. And I, I don't mean to be, you know, to minimize what a CFO does, but like what, what, what makes you stand out? Because there's so many parts to what you do. And I'm just, I just want to kind of put it in a nutshell for people. So we become to the business owner, uh, a trusted advisor, right? Yeah. And I think that's what sets us apart. So we're not just looking at their numbers. We're looking at their company and how things come together for the company. We're looking at their personal life to make sure they're achieving those goals. Now, we're not doing this for them. We're reminding them about the things that they said that they wanted to accomplish, right? Yeah. And when they're making business decisions, sometimes we're reminding them you know, what they said they wanted to do. And that can change over time. But our job is to make sure that what their decisions still align right with what it is they want to accomplish and just yeah. making sure that's the route they want to take to get there and so i think that's what makes us different and and plus we get to know the people yes right? the people yeah it's not yeah. just about numbers it's, it's about, about the people it's about the numbers You're only as successful as the people you have in your company yeah and you know one of the first things i tell business owners is the easiest thing to do is hire happy people mm, that's a really good thought yeah yeah. And yeah, because, you know, happy people are motivated to to really work for you and make you happy. Right. When people are right. happy, then they want to make everybody else around them happy, which I think right. that that's a really great piece of advice. So on the Waste Up Wardrobe show, we always do a wrap up because we want to put everything in a nutshell. But before I do that, I know you have um, a special tool and gift that you want to give the audience, whoever's listening here with yeah. the hashtag money sense and shine. When they put that into the comments, what are they going to get? So what they're going to get is the first chapter to my book for free. It's called Loving Failure. And um, that chapter talks about taxes and some great, you know, very high level things you should think about in your business. And I think it's a great giveaway. It kind of says what the rest of the book's like, and it's a great thought piece. So um, I would love to give that to anybody that does that hashtag as a free gift from us, the full chapter, no strings attached. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. It's almost like a summary of, of how you would, you know, things that you have to think about, right? Yeah, it is. Business. Exactly. Well, and loving failure, I have to ask you, where did the title come from? Oh my goodness. I've fallen on my face so many times in business. I can't even tell you the most important thing about failing is getting up, dusting yourself off and making the next decision. So, you know, businesses that made it through the pandemic, their business owners were making decisions right or wrong, right? They kept moving forward. The ones that didn't make it were, were just stuck in indecision. They didn't know what to do next. Yeah. So, you know, making decisions, you're going to make great ones. You're going to make not so great ones. Big deal. Just learn from whatever's going on and move forward. Absolutely. I think that's a mark of a successful person is how fast they get up when they fail. Yeah. 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 Well, that was very remarkable. I love what you do because what you do is really nurturing the whole client on all that stuff around money, which I think is really, it's so critical, but it's also nice to know that there's people like you out there that do this kind of work. Right. So we always wrap up with Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap Up. So give us like the main takeaway. If there's one thing people go away from today after our conversation, what would that be? Please look at your books and your financial statements, please. Don't wait till the end of the year to hand them to your accountant. Yes. This is not good. You've got to know what's going on at least monthly. If you're not looking at it weekly, at least monthly. And your checking account is not your books. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. And how about a tip or two? 
Yeah, so um, make sure your tax person is doing tax planning. They should be talking to you about ways to save taxes when they're done with your tax return. If you're not hearing that, you may need a new tax person. Wow, that's really powerful. Okay, how about tools? I mean, obviously the, the, the book is a great tool, Loving Failure. Is there anything else we can add to that list? Yeah, so um, there are a lot of one-page strategy out there that you can do for your business very simple it doesn't have to be complicated okay. and um, you know do a SWOT analysis I always tell people those are interested strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats it'll okay. tell you a lot about your business oh I love it it's like the whole show here in a nutshell this is amazing <laughs> and finally give the audience members one action item to do right now an easy action action item that they don't have to really do a lot to get there I think a really easy action item is to write down your five-year goal for your business. Okay. Yes. I'm going to do that right now after we get off. So thank you for that. Debbie, you're a wealth of information. We just barely, barely touched the surface with this conversation. Every time I sit down with you, I it's a delightful to have a conversation with you, at, first of all. So you are definitely a people person. And it's so cool to tap into your genius. So you're definitely a numbers person. You're one of those unique people that's both. Uh, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for honoring me with your presence and all your genius. And uh, there you have it, Virtual Nation, the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up in a nutshell with Debbie Corey. And join us next week at the same time, same place, 1130 uh, on Thursday, where we're going to come to you Pacific Standard Time and bring you a new fresh topic to help you elevate your business, elevate your brand, and get you on the road to the super professional um, lifestyle you want to lead.